We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Tuesday, December the 27th, 2022. Hope you're doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow, the Spurs Up show. We're taking your questions, your comments, your calls, as always. 843-790-3377. I see Stephanie Lee, Joey, 76 Gamecock, Justin Langford, Gad, Brennan M, Alex Heil, Tony Sharp, John Edward, Hunter Kelly. What's going on? Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord, <clears throat> head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered. There, got a lot to get into here on this Tuesday. Our last TDC until Thursday. So go ahead and get your questions in now if you've got them. Of course, as always, guys, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go down the Price Picks app, go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, guys, anything and everything you can think of, they have got it. As at Prize Picks, college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between, go check them out. PrizePicks.com and or download the app. Use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. <clears throat> really excited to chat here on this. Tuesday, as again, we prepare for kickoff on Friday. Tomorrow's podcast that will drop will be a full breakdown, preview, prediction, everything you need to know ahead of Friday's game. And again, I will lock in my prediction for the game as well. Justin Langford on Facebook. What's going on? Shout out to all the Facebook folks. Joey 80, seeing the depth chart. How do you think we're going to do? Joey, listen to the pod tomorrow, my friend. I'll give you my full prediction. I've got my full prediction Ready to rock. I'm locked in with the prediction, but I'm going to wait until tomorrow to uh, to announce that, if you will. It'll be a normal setup. We'll have the full graphic that'll drop and everything with the prediction, stuff like that. So really excited for that. But uh, yeah, yeah, really pumped for the game. Uh, you know, I tell you, looking at the matchups and looking at the two teams, you know, I, I think it's one of those games, guys, where <clears throat> in regards to, you know, making a prediction and making a pick, it's it's anybody's guess. I mean, you, you could convince me why Notre Dame's going to win, and I wouldn't bat an eye. You can convince me why the Gamecocks are going to win, and I wouldn't bat an eye. You know what I mean? It's it's And I think when you look at these two teams and, and how inconsistent each of the two teams were 
And then you factor in the fact they're missing a lot of their players. I, I mean, genuinely, guys, who knows? Who knows? I mean, that's one of the beauties of it. I think that's going to be something that's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, who knows? Who knows? You know what I mean? So, will I, I, I ask you this. Will the layoff hurt South Carolina? Who, who does it affect more? Will it affect the Gamecocks at all? You know, obviously, you're one of the hottest teams in college football at the end of the season with those back-to-back wins over Tennessee and Clemson sucks. And I just, I just wonder, you know, does that – does the long layoff and and all the things that have happened since the end of the season, does it negatively affect this football team? I, I don't think necessarily it should have a major effect, but, you know, you just wonder, will you play, will this team look the same as it did in those last two, or will we see more of a Gamecock team that looked the way it did earlier in the season? So, uh, Rebecca, what's going on? Appreciate you tuning in. Steven says, what do y'all think about the Beamer Daddy Bowl? I got Tennessee by two touchdowns. What are y'all thinking? Uh, he also says, I got South kind of winning a close one by – Seven. You know, I, I don't know what to think either on the Tennessee Clem sucks game. Tennessee with some guys opting out. Um, I know Miles Murphy for Clemson is not playing. So, yeah, that makes these games really, really tough to pick when you when you factor in the amount of guys that are not playing. And uh, you know, I know we don't want to focus on that, obviously, but it's 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 a storyline, guys. It's something you have to talk about. It's something you just have to talk about when it comes to, um, yeah, when it comes to the game and stuff like that. So. Uh, looks like Gator Bowl practice day two. All Gamecocks that are on the two deep were present at practice, which is good. That's what you'd expect. Uh, South Carolina, I believe, is wrapping up practice right now. Let's see. Um, apparently, Sam Hartman has entered the transfer portal, and Notre Dame is the expected landing spot for the former Wake Forest quarterback. So that'll be a great pickup for them. That'll be a great pickup for them. Um, let's see. Cason Henry, Christian Beal Smith, Xavier Short, and Terrell Dawkins all worked on the side with trainers today. So I tell you what, running running back might be in a dang. I, I don't know what to think. I mean, we, we might literally have to start Dak Joyner at running back. It's it's crazy. I mean, if 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 Beal Smith is limited, you got Juju, right? Lavoisier Carroll's out. So you'll have Juju, you'll have Rashad Amos, and then beyond that, I I I I mean DJ Twitty, I guess, Nathan Harris Wainick. Uh, who else? Am I forgetting somebody? Uh I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Turbo Miller. Turbo Miller, of course. But I think Dak Joyner, man, why not? Why not? I, I, I tell you this, guys. And again, full podcast will drop tomorrow. Um, I would expect South Carolina to air it out on Friday. I really would. I, I could see I could see South Carolina throwing the football 45 or 50 times. I mean, I, I think they might have to. They might have to. You know, Shane, Shane Beamer made the point yesterday that you got one tight end right now in Nate Atkins, and he can't play every down, right? He can't play every down, and, you know, so you're not going to be running two tight end sets. He can't play every down, so you're going to have to spread it out. You're going to have to go down the field. I mean, you're going to have to throw the football, so I would expect the Gamecocks. I mean, I, I think Spencer Rattler throws it at minimum 40 times. I really do. I think he throws it at I, – I don't think you have a choice, guys. I, I just do not think you have a choice, so – um, you know, Beamer made the point yesterday, three of four tight ends who played in the Clem Sucks game are not even on the roster anymore, right? So, I think you're going to have to throw it. You know, I, I think the running game is going to be kind of a, 
a bit of an afterthought, if you will. I think it's got to be a lot of Spencer Rattler. I think it's got to be a lot of Juice Wells. Hopefully, Jalen Brooks can go. Of course, we all know now that Josh Van is not playing, which is not much of a surprise. It's 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 more so unfortunate because his career is now effectively over. But um, you know, I mean, it's it's just yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. I think you're going to have to air it out. I, I do so. Anyways, guys, would love to hear from you. Eight four three. 790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Tuesday, December the 27th. Really excited, guys. This time tomorrow, we will be on the road to Jacksonville, Florida. Really looking forward to it. Going to be a uh, a fun adventure over the next couple of days. Going to be a blast. I mean, I, I've told you guys many a time, I love being here in the studio. The vibes are immacul- immaculate in the studio but uh, obviously getting out and about, and I'm somebody that just just finds inspiration, right, from, from seeing different places and meeting new people and doing different things. And, um, you know, so really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to my first ever Florida Bowl game. Um, you know, and excited. We, we have one more. We have one more football game to take in here on this 2022 season. So, uh, let's see, 76 Gamecocks. I feel like Amos could play angry and hopefully prove himself to a degree. He hasn't had much of an opportunity at that turnover earlier this year. Love to see Juju and Turbo on the field at the same time. What 76 Gamecock, what turnover did he have? I don't even remember Amos touching the field. Remind me, because I don't recall that. I don't recall that at all. I, I, I don't recall Amos touching the field. Actually, may, wait, maybe, was it like Charlotte or or SC State or something? Dude, doesn't, that those games feel like forever ago. Like, truly. Those games feel like forever ago. It's crazy to think back to that point. It is. Um, let's see. Let's see. Jacob E says, UT by a mile. Bazooka Joe is going to tear Clemson a new one. I hope so. I hope so. Hunter Johnson, fumble against Charlotte or SC State late in the fourth quarter. Okay. I, I did not recall that. Yeah, I did not recall that. Thomas Walker, I'll be watching for the hospital, hopefully holding my new son by game time. Shout out to the Walker family. How about that? I did not realize, Thomas Walker, that y'all were y'all were due this week. How about that, my friend? Congratulations. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from Matthew, your slap dick. Six. Yo, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we got Buffalo versus Georgia Southern. First down and 10 around the 30-yard line. Uh, lined up in shotgun formation, back to uh, well, they ran it for a gain of like three or four. Um, now it's about second down and about eight or yeah, second down and eight. We got nine minutes and fifty-one seconds to go in the first quarter. Um, do you have any thoughts on this game, sir? I do not. I could not care less. Uh, okay, it's second down and eight. Um, they are in shotgun formation. They're about to uh, hike the ball. Uh, yep. Back to pass. All right, pass and incomplete. All right. Uh, nine minutes and 22 seconds to go. It is third down. Who do you think is going to win this, Chris? I'll, I'll go with Georgia Southern. All right. Well, you have a great day. I appreciate it, man. What a riveting, what a what a what a riveting phone call that was. What a riveting phone call that was, my friend. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Didn't even troll, just 
just a riveting phone call. Anyways, uh, Queen Slayer. I just hope I'm off in time Friday for the game. Queen Slayer, you got to take the day off, my guy. Come on, my guy. You got to take the day off. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's, my guy. Take that Friday, my guy. Take that Friday. Give me the boss's number, my guy. Let, let me let me have a let me have a talk with the boss. Let me have a talk with him. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Anyways, John Edward, you're off. Thank goodness to know it. Thank goodness, my guy. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Buffalo, Georgia, Southern on. I I have not. I, I I'm not. I, I'm not locked into that one. Some good ball on tonight, though, right? We got some good football on tonight. Uh, let's see. I'll pull up the bowl game schedule here. And we're going to get to this call here. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What's you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Uh, yeah, so uh, so what do you think about uh, is uh, – I'm not sure if you know if uh, Notre Dame's going to be trying to run the ball on us the whole game or not. Nah, what, what you think they're going to do? Yeah, I would expect Notre Dame to run, run, and run some more. Aldrich Esteem, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, they're leading rusher, 825 yards, 5.8 yards per carry, 11 touchdowns. You know, of course, hey. their, their quarterback, um, Drew Pine, hit the transfer portal. Now, granted, the kid that's starting, uh, he was their starter earlier in the season, but obviously got demoted for a reason, so – uh, Michael Mayer, their top tight end, their top receiving threat, really. He's out. So, yeah, I, I think they're going to lean on the run game. You know, we talked about it yesterday. I believe what I'd say, 7-0 yeah. and when they run for 150-plus, or 6-0 and when they run for 150-plus, 7-0 and when they run for 130-plus. So, you know, I yeah, I, I think the run game, and you look at our defense, right, and you're without Zach Pickens, and we're a rushing defense that allowed 192 yards per game on the ground, which is pathetic, by the way. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's terrible. Um, anyways, I, you know, I, so if I'm Notre Dame, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, but then, but then again, right. You're without Cam Smith. You're without Darius Rush. You're without Devonnie Reed. I know you got some talented young guys, but it, it's going to be a challenge for the Gamecocks defense, but I, I would most certainly, I would expect Notre Dame to try to attack us. Uh, I, I would, I would expect them to try to attack us on the ground. Granted, the big question for them is now you don't have mayor, right? You don't have maybe that balance you had before. Right, you're not able to be yep. balanced, so um, yeah. So I, I I would think they're going to focus on the run game, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, uh, while they're practicing right now in Jacksonville, um, hopefully they're obviously trying to stop stop the run. You know, obviously a lot lot more um, than they usually should. But yeah, uh, I, I would hope. Yeah, I, I would certainly hope we're practicing trying to stop the running game. I, I would agree with you. <laughs> No, I, I don't know why it's other like, but I, it came out wrong. But no, um, yeah, ho hopefully they are. Um, but I mean, with all this uh time that they're practicing, not, mm. it shouldn't be a problem. With that, you know, stopping the run and all. So yeah, no, for sure. I, 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 I expect I I us. I expect us to sell out on the run. I, I do. I'd be surprised if we did not. Yeah. Yeah. How good they are at throwing the ball. I haven't really watched much game this year. Oh, uh, but yeah, not, I think they're going to be running the ball more. Um, do you know? Do you know if uh, Notre Dame's in Jacksonville right now? I would, yeah. Notre Dame is definitely in Jacksonville because I saw Marcus Freeman talking to the media, and they were in Jacksonville. Okay, yeah. I just, I just want to know. I appreciate it, bro. That's all I need. Hey, man, appreciate the call, Hunter. Always a pleasure.
Great stuff. Yeah, no, certainly. I, I, I'd expect Notre Dame to, to, to run the football. I, I think they're going to lean on that. Uh, Steven, yeah, we will be in Lot J. So you'll be in Lot J. We'll be in Lot J. So we'll look forward to seeing you there. Uh, Ernest Terry, they're not going to say who's calling plays for the bowl game. Why, why would they do that, Ernest? Why would they do that? Think about it. Why would they do that? Why would they announce that? Who, who does that benefit to announce? You know, so no, Beamer's not going to say anything. Beamer's not going to say anything. So, yeah, I mean, listen, our our uh, our offense needs to play well. Our offense needs to play well. The the total of fifty one and a half. I mean, I'll go ahead and just tell you guys my best bet for the game is the over fifty one and a half. I, I'm surprised how low it is. Um, you know, I I think that. Um, South Carolina will need to have a strong offensive showing. I don't see this being a 20 to 17 game or whatever. I, I think it's going to be one that, you know, your, your offense needs to play well again. I mean, you won the last two games, guys, because of your offense. You, you did. Not saying your defense played terribly. Your defense obviously bowed up in, you know, like the second half of that Clemson game, for example. But you, you won because of your offense, like because you played good offensive football. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we will see again. It's, it's going to come down to stopping the run, I think, when you're on the defensive side. And um, it's going to be a challenge. You know, no Zach Pickens. He, he was your big body in the middle. And, uh, you know, you lose all those guys in the secondary. And so, you know, you, you feel like, well, Notre Dame is not Michael Mayer. Well, you're without Cam Smith, Darius Rush, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and I mean, I, listen, I like Marcellus Dial. I like DQ Smith. I like Nicky Mawari. I, I think Anthony Rose is a bright future. I think Keenan Nelson Jr. has got a bright future. But, I mean, it affects your football team, right? It, it affects your football team. So, we'll see. We'll see if they can if they can make up for those losses. Uh, let's see. Ask me, do you think South Carolina is waiting to after the bowl game to finalize before they announce Shane Moore's contract extension? I think if they're going to do that, yeah, I mean, certainly at this point they're going to wait because <clears throat> the game is in three days. So, uh, Capers Bell, yep, we'll be at the game. Yep, I'm leaving to Jacksonville tomorrow. We'll be down in Jacksonville tomorrow through Saturday. We'll come back. Um, looking forward to it. I mean, I think we're going to paint Jacksonville garnet and black, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Hunter Johnson, wish Pup Howard could play. He's being hyped up by the coaching staff, and we need solid linebackers. Yeah, he's practicing right now, but obviously cannot play, uh, will not play. So, which I mean, guys, he, he's been practicing with South Carolina for like a week. So, I think that's smart. 76 Gamecock, South Carolina, Notre Dame are both leaning heavily on different players, but I like our young guys. We'll get a glimpse of some of our younger talent, I think. Yeah, I mean, 76 Gamecock, you have to like it. You have to like it. You know, you have to look at the positives and, um, you know, you, you just have to accept it. You know what I'm saying? You have to accept it. But uh, I, I'm excited to see the young guys. I, I'm excited to see the young guys. I I am, you know, I'm intrigued, no doubt. I'm intrigued, but... Uh, yeah, a win would be huge, man. A win would be huge. I just, whatever you got to do to get a W, whatever you have to do to get the W, it would be, I think, honestly, I think, honestly, a win would probably mean more for South Carolina than it would Notre Dame. And I don't say that in a way that, you know, like, it wouldn't be a big deal for for Notre Dame to beat South Carolina. But you think of Notre Dame, everything they've accomplished in their program's history and the the historical role that Notre Dame plays in the history of college football. I just feel like for the Gamecocks, man, I mean, dude, we, we talked about it yesterday. I mean, it'd be nine wins in a season for the eighth time in school history, which is crazy when you think about it. Uh, you know, I, I think that winning this game, getting to nine wins, um, 
It'd be huge. It'd be huge. Guys, we were having this conversation. And by the way, shout out to everybody who who bought towels. Those have been shipped out. I appreciate y'all to the freaking moon when we go. Uh, But while we were doing that last night, we were in the Big Cock Club hangout, and this conversation came up, and why not, right? I I know we can probably play this hypothetical next week as well, but I, I would expect Spencer Rattler, after this game is over, to announce his intentions very, very soon after the end of the game. And so I want to pose this question to you all. You know, I, I I think we all agree. I think we all agree that, especially if the Gamecocks win, but no matter what the result is, Spencer Rattler and Antoine Wells are a package deal. If Spencer Rattler and Antoine Wells announce their return, right, the expectations will be insane. I, the expectations for 2023 will be crazy, right? If those two don't come back, how much does it change the expectations for next season? Because, you know, you won seven in year one, and everybody just felt like, you know what, you won seven in year one, so you should win eight plus or nine plus or whatever in year two. Do people keep the sky-high expectations even if Spencer Rattler and Antoine Wells do not come back, right? Or will fans be accepting of the fact that without those players, the expectations inevitably change? I, I just wonder how much differently the expectations will be if they do not return. Now, granted, I, I tend to think that they will be back. I I just, in a world of NIL, if NIL wasn't a thing, then you know what? I could definitely see Spencer Rattler hitting the road. But with NIL being a thing, and Spencer Rattler making over a million dollars in NIL, why would he go? Like, Why? Why would you not stay in Columbia and pocket another mill? Why? I mean, genuinely, why? Because compared to the rigors of being an NFL quarterback, being a college football player is easy. Like, like it's easy. So much less pressure, right? Unless he's just dead set on this was a one-year deal and I'm headed to the league. But you got to think he looks at the landscape and says, you know what? I can come back. I can massively improve my draft stock. I can get drafted in a much less competitive quarterback market next year. I can come back to Columbia and have a much better season, start to finish, help South Carolina win and win big, and ride off into the sunset as one of the greats to ever play in Columbia. I mean – Again, if NIL wasn't a thing, maybe I could see why he would leave. And I'm not telling Spencer Rattler what to do, but from my vantage point, I feel like there are more reasons why he should return than reasons why he should go. And I'll be a bit surprised, honestly. At this point, I'll be a bit surprised if he does depart after the bowl game. I I will be surprised. So, let's see. 76 Gamecock, my belief is that expectations should level to some degree, but we've got some really good young talent sort of waiting in the wings. Honestly, hard to know forecast. Yeah, I mean, 76 Gamecock, I would say this. I mean, just if you want my my take on it. With Rattler and Wells coming back, I think you're looking at, you know, the expe- I, th- I think it's fair to have expectations of a of an eight-plus win season. You know, nine and three. 
God forbid, a 10-2. and two. You know, I know that's going to happen. I mean, I mean, people were picking 10-2 and two this year. If they come back, you're going to have people picking Carolina to win the SEC championship. Truly. James Reynolds will pick Carolina to go 15-0 and win it all. I know he will. Without those guys, I, I, I think you're realistically looking at the 2023 season being back to kind of your your seven and five ish type of type of season, six and six, seven and five. Um, if if Rattler and Wells do not come back, you know, because you'll repl- you'll be replacing a lot on the offensive line, a lot at tight end, your quarterback, heck, a lot of I mean, a lot all over the offense and the defense. I mean, dude, everywhere. You'll be replacing a lot everywhere, and you're going to be asking a lot of young guys to step in and, and you know, and uh, and fill in those roles. And, you know, hard to win big in the SEC. Hard to win big in the SEC with, uh, with a bunch of freshmen. So, it's just tough. It's just tough, so. Anyways, guys, 843-793-3377. Would love to hear from you all. Uh, Jonathan Lee, with them coming back, who would be better in the SEC besides Georgia? The entire SEC, Jonathan Lee? Or you just want to talk the East? If, if Rattler and Wells come back, who will be, who's better than South Carolina? Georgia, yes. You know, Tennessee will have questions at quarterback. I, you know, that's a, it, Jonathan, it's, it's tough to project that far. I would just say, yeah, I mean, I, that's a good question. That's a good question. Jonathan Lee, when do you do your way too early schedule prediction? Yeah, so that will be actually the first week of January. So pre- basically next week. Next week I'll do that. Next week, I'll do that. Jonathan Lee, what if I told you Missouri's better than South Carolina? They beat them. How can I rank South Carolina ahead of Missouri when they haven't beaten them in four years? I hate to say that. I, I mean, I I hate to say it, but Eli Drinkwitz owns Carolina right now. He he owns them. You can you can scoff at that. You can say you can call me crazy. He owns Carolina. Eli Drinkwitz owns South Carolina right now. So, I, that that's that just that, that's got to get fixed. That that is that is, again, that's turned into what the that that has turned into what the Kentucky streak was. And I hear you, John Edward. I I don't give a damn if we finished ahead of them in the East. Though they beat us, they beat us head to head on our home field, by the way. So. What can we say? We, 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 there's nothing we can say to Mizzou. Nothing. You want respect? Go earn it. Go beat them. Go beat them. Yeah, the first game of the season is going to be huge in 2023. That game against UNC is going to be massive. Massive. Massive game. Absolutely a massive game. How about J.J. Watt retiring? That's something. That is something. Let's see. 
yeah, Missouri losing, blowing up our spot for a few years, throwing on our side, similar to Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, Tennessee, um, Tennessee and Neyland will be tough. Tennessee and Neyland will definitely be tough. Again, next week after the bowl game, we'll, we'll, we'll look ahead to the 2023 season. I'm, I'm excited. That's some of my favorite content of the year, right? We do the way too early. Dude, predictions are fun. Predictions are just fun. Um, Yeah, predictions are just fun. So, Jacob B. Loggins will have no time for failure to start the season. Can't drop a game to UNC if you have Rattler and Wells. I tell you what, though, that's going to be a really interesting game because of the losses you have in the secondary and facing a guy like a Drake May who is – an electric, an electric quarterback. That should be a high-scoring game, no doubt. John Edward, I know what Missouri's final record was, my guy. I, I understand. What, what difference does it make? They beat us. What difference does it make, John Edward? Missouri beat Carolina. What, what point are you trying to make? I, I, like, what point are you trying to make? Drake May going pro? I don't I don't believe that's correct, Lynn. I don't think you're correct there. He was also like a true freshman. So yeah, he, he's definitely not going pro. This year. This year. Dude was incredible for UNC. Absolutely incredible. Yes, that's what I'm saying, Steven. UNC's defense is terrible. Should be a high scoring game. It'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot of fun. KFC in Africa says. Wonder if Loggins turns to sellers if Rattler leaves. And it, it, you know, I, that will be it'll be interesting. Yeah, if Rattler doesn't come back, all of a sudden the 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 quarterback battle will be the biggest storyline of the off or of the of the preseason for sure, no doubt. Because you still got Luke Doty, guys. I, I think the staff likes Luke Doty. I do. I I think you you would be you would be mistaken to count out Luke Luke Doty. I think you'd absolutely be making a mistake if you counted out Luke Doty. Yep. I think the staff likes him. I think they still believe he can... You know, I I think they believe he can be the guy. So. All right, John Edward. I'm 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 We're going to put the Mizzou combo to rest. South Carolina at the end of the season ended up being a better team in regards to record than Missouri, but Missouri beat Carolina. It's it's weird to die on the hill, though, of arguing you're a better team than someone when you beat them, or when they beat you, I should say. Is Tennessee better than South Carolina? They finished with a better record. Was that, was that win a fluke? Was it BS? I mean, it's just a silly combo, my guy. It's it's just it's just you know it's it's there's no point in fighting that battle, man. There's no point. There's no point. Anyways, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Craig Phillips says, "Come on, Chris. You know what the real story is? What are we wearing on Friday? If I had to guess." I would think black garnet garnet, if I had to guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just purely speculating. 
Aaron Bishop, if Rattler passes for over 200 yards and two tutties Saturday with a win, I believe he'll announce he's going pro, right, in the wave of three straight ranked wins, but I don't hate the quarterback room next year without him at all. Aaron, I, I just, I hear you. Let's say he does exactly what you're saying, though. How, how much really is that going to shoot him up the, 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 the draft boards? I, I just, dude, he's probably best case scenario a fifth rounder. Best case. He could come back to Carolina and be like a second or third rounder. Why would he not do that? Why would he not do that? I, I, I mean, and, and whatever, you know what, whatever Spencer Rattler does, I'll say this, guys. Whatever Spencer Rattler does, he came in, battled the adversity, wasn't a problem like his attitude, like some people thought he might be, was a great leader, great teammate by all accounts. Led South Carolina, no matter how it looked at times, led him to an eight and four season. An eight and four season, right? And if he leads him to a bowl win, you know what? If, if Rattler goes pro, I'll tip my cap. Thank you. You did exactly what I hoped you'd do, and maybe even more. But just, just looking at it, I just, again, unless he was just dead set on. This was a one-year thing. Unless he was just dead set on that, I think there are a lot of reasons that point to why it would be a, a wise decision to return. I do. And I'm not telling Rattler what to do, obviously, but I just, when you when you look at it from the outside perspective and you weigh those options, it just, and again, with NIL and the money he can make and the money he is making, what, what's the rush to get to the next level? And I think, again, guys, I think Dowell Loggins is going to provide great perspective for a Spencer Rattler. Because of his time in the NFL, he's going to be able to give him that perspective. Of, hey, here's what you can here's what you can expect being a rookie quarterback. Here, here's what you can expect getting drafted where you're going to get drafted, what you can deal with in the league. I, I think that will also assist in the decision. But I think there's a lot of things that point to why it'd be wise for him to return. Andrew Horrell, you'd, you'd be shocked, though. i tell you this, in regards to, you know, you asked the Mercedes deal. You'd be shocked at how little that matters. Like, he's not going to say no to the deal in the meantime because he's not coming back. Tony Sharp, what if Rattler hits the portal after the bowl game? Something no one's thinking about. Back to Oklahoma with Stogner. Tony, there's absolutely no way. No, no way. Absolutely no way, Tony. None. None. If Rattler were to dip from South Carolina, nah, I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Bruin Nation, I'm not sick. Just a little, just a little stuffed up, my guy. Just a little stuffed up. It's uh, the cold weather, I think, just doing it to me. But I'm not sick. Just, just a little stuffed up, kind of seasonal, seasonal type deal. But uh, yeah, I mean that's what happens when it gets to like 15 degrees. So thank the thank the 15 degree weather. So excited to get down to Jacksonville. I tell you that I, I don't know. Like I, this is this is how I feel about the cold weather, right? Like I love sweats and hoodies for like I I don't. I get sick of the cold weather a lot quicker than I get sick of the hot weather. 
right? After about a month of it being cold, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I'm done. It could be summer for like six months and I'd be Gucci. Like I, I, I love the hot. I love the heat. I love it. Love the heat. I'm a summer guy for sure. So I'm about sick and tired of it being so damn cold. And I'm looking forward to getting down to Jacksonville. And uh, Aaron Bishop asked, what time are you getting down there Friday? My guy, we're going down tomorrow. I'll be down there tomorrow through Saturday. So we're spending the week basically in Jacksonville. So looking forward to it. Going to be a lot of fun. <clears throat> Pep rally and festivities on Thursday. And just really going to spend the week, man, checking out Jacksonville and, and hanging out and having a good time. So I'm looking forward to it. Really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, JC is, is fine now, as far as I know. JC is fine now. Uh, he said he's feeling a lot better. So, just to let you guys know. Said he's feeling a lot better. So, no, nah, like I said, I'm not sick. Just stuffed up. Uh, just this cold weather, man. This cold weather just, just doing it to me. Let's see. Anyways. Yeah, looking forward to it. This time tomorrow, we'll be on the road to Jacksonville, Florida. No TDC tomorrow, like I mentioned before. <clears throat> no TDC. Uh, just the podcast dropping tomorrow. We'll do a Twitter Spaces as well at 4 o'clock. And then Thursday at noon, we'll be back live for TDC. One final TDC before the game on Friday. And, of course, Friday, the TSUS tailgate. Come check us out, Lot J. Outside of the stadium, Lot J outside of the stadium. We'll be out there with Carolina Cigars. We'll have the towels and the koozies on hand. We'll have stickers as well. Koozies to give away. Going to be a really, really good time. Looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, one final game. One final game of the 2022 season. So, Aaron Bishop, last question for me for today. Aaron, you can ask as many questions as you like, my guy. What's your thoughts on where Marshawn Lloyd's leaning right now, possibly coming back or going home? Aaron, I, I don't know where Marshawn Lloyd's going to land, but it ain't going to be South Carolina. I think that's dead and done with. So, uh, you know, I haven't really given my full thoughts on, on the whole Lloyd entertaining him coming back to USC because I just – I don't think there's any point. I, I, I don't really want to talk about something. I think there's no possibility of it anyways. So, no, I, I, don't think, I don't think Marshawn Lloyd – I don't even think there's an avenue for him to come back. I mean, I mean Beamer literally said – Oh, was it last week? He hadn't spoken to Lloyd in two weeks. I, I I don't see it. I don't see it. Rick Foreman, is Steven Garcia heading to Jacksonville? And if so, will he make an appearance on the Daily Crow? I don't think I, I don't know, Rick. I have I haven't talked to the Roach King in a little bit. Uh let's see. And honestly, I, I haven't uh yeah, I mean, everybody's been so busy with the holiday. Haven't talked to – yeah, okay. So, he just texted me. He is not going to Jacksonville for the game. So, there will be no Roach sighting in the city. No Roach sighting in the city. We might – we I don't know. Maybe I'll talk to Steven about coming on the Daily Crow Thursday, but he will not be in Jacksonville. So, um, anyways. Let's see. Just trying to see if there's any 
Any updates from practice today? Coastal Carolina got their bowl game tonight. Coastal and ECU. That'll be a fun one. That'll actually be a really, really fun one. Let's see. Okay, guys, that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Tuesday, December the 27th, 2022. KFC in Africa, how do you know Steven Garcia? Just from having him on the show, my guy. Steven has become a friend over the years. Uh, the <clears throat> the, uh, the first real big interview I had was Steven Garcia back in, I think it was like mid to late January of 2018. That was the first really, really big one. And that was a... That was a game changer for me business-wise. It was the first ever episode I released. It hit 1,000 downloads. Really, really cool. So, um, you know, I appreciate Stephen greatly, and our relationship has evolved since then. And, uh, you know, very happy to – very happy to to call him a friend. So, uh, 76 Gamecock, wonder how Jamie Chadwell will fare at Liberty. Yes, Coastal did lose their head coach. So, be intriguing to see how he does it there. Marcus says, which young player are you eager to see get some shine in the bowl game? Uh, Probably say I'd love to see Landon Sampson play. I mean, Anthony Rose on the defensive side. Some of those young DBs, I think for sure. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Anthony Rose would be a, a, a cool one. No doubt. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's going to be a bit of a makeshift. You know, I, I ask you guys this. And, of course, podcasts are out tomorrow, but I'll, I'll spoil one of them, you know, in regards to the key matchups. You know, I, I think the coaching staffs of both of these teams, and, you know, I, I say this almost tongue-in-cheek because it's it's not something I'm worried about, right? Like, I, I know Shane Beamer will have this football team ready to play. I know he'll have this team ready to play. I, I, I don't question that. You know, we talk a lot about – who wants to be there more, right? That's what a lot of bowl games come down to. Like, who, who's the more motivated team? I think we'll be plenty motivated. I mean, you look at last year, right, in the, in the Mayo Bowl and the job they did, getting the football team ready to go. And, and again, I, I don't know as a Gamecock fan how you can question the impact of bowl games after last year. I mean, what that Mayo Bowl did in regards to offseason momentum. So, you know, but I, I think this, the, 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 the task of these two coaching staffs to get their teams ready to play. And I think that's, you know, it's a, it's a great challenge for every coaching staff, getting their football team ready to play, you know, getting them motivated, right, for the task at hand. You know, and, it's, and, it, and it is an intriguing thing, though, because for some teams, right, being eight and four and going to a Gator Bowl is a great achievement. And for others, going eight and four and going to a Gator Bowl, you, you fell short of expectations. You're not exactly thrilled to be there. You're not excited. You're not happy, right? That'll be a huge 
That'll be a huge storyline in the Orange Bowl. The Who's Your Daddy Bowl, presented by Shane Beamer, right? Neither one of those teams met their expectations, right? Both of them wanted to be in the playoff. The Gamecocks ended those hopes. But both of them wanted to be in the playoff. Who's going to be more motivated in that ballgame? So motivation's a huge factor. Motivation's a huge factor in these bowl games. And uh, I think Shane Beamer will have this crew ready to go. I, I, I do. I think he'll have the Gamecocks ready to play. I, I, you know, you, hey, you've never won the Gator Bowl. There's another motivating factor. You never won the Gator Bowl. So I, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited, plenty of reason to be motivated. And, you know, I, it's, it almost feels kind of crazy, though, that you have to say that because it's like I, I just feel like anytime you put on your team's jersey, the logo, what have you, uh, it's a big deal, but when you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-old kids that take the moment for granted, call it for what it is, a lot of times they take the moment for granted, they take a game for granted, it's like, you know, that motivating factor comes into play. So, uh, I, I think it's a really interesting thing to keep an eye on in regards to the energy of both sides. Let's see. Did we hit the remix there? Did we hit the remix? Did the remix hit? Where y'all at? Did the remix hit? I don't know, dude. Mel- Melon, like, once a day just kind of glitches out on us. I don't know what happens. Anyways, the the Muschamp hackers in full force. Anyways, uh, I, I would say this. You know, I think Dalton made a great point yesterday about that because I, you know, I thought that as well. Like, why not just wait until after the bowl game to open up the transfer portal, if you will, but then would guys just sit out? Like, let's say the transfer portal didn't open until January the, 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 the 10th. Would Jaheim Bell not just, just opt out? Would Marshawn Lloyd not have just opted out? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, like I said, guys, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where Marshawn Lloyd is going. I, I don't know. I don't know where he's going. DGD, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, Andrew Horrell, is Doty eligible to play in the bowl game? It will not affect... Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's a new thing they passed. Anybody can play in the bowl game. Doesn't affect eligibility, so... Luke Doty will be good to go. Yep, Luke Doty will be good to go. Will he play? I doubt it, but he can play if we need it. Uh, yep, he's good to go. So, Somebody asked earlier, by the way, about baseball content. Yes, we are uh, 52 days away from first pitch. I was actually looking it up before, or this morning, if you will. Uh, yeah, about, you know, we, we will start talking baseball probably in about three weeks. Yeah. We'll start doing position unit previews and breaking it down and counting down the days till first pitch. And I'm, I'm looking – I mean, you guys know I, I love it. I love it. It's it's I'm a baseball guy through and through. So, I am very excited to uh, to watch the Yardcocks and to, and to take it all in, man. Another baseball season. Really, really excited. Really excited. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a unique baseball season as well because it'll be the first time uh, in quite a while 
since the the 19 season, I guess, that I have not lived in Columbia covering the Yardcocks. So, uh, you know, obviously the first three seasons of doing TSUS or creating content, I, I was not in COLA. Um, but, uh, yeah, these last few I have been. So, you know, I, I, I'm excited for the flexibility, though. I'm excited to, to not have to be on site at every game. So, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, let's see. Travi, ridiculous if he ends up at Maryland. What can they do that we can't? Not a damn thing. You're leaving your starting position at SEC school for Maryland. All I can say is good luck, kid. I, I mean, Travi, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much factor NIL played in. I don't know how, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. These guys have got to make decisions best for them, and you cheers them and, and let them do their thing. So, and Travi, I'll look forward to seeing you at Lot J, my guy. We'll talk some running game. Uh, Tony Sharp, yes, the dual sport thing. Yes, Stone Blanton is playing baseball as well. Yes. Yes, I mean, that's, as far as I know, as far as I know, that's still the plan. Yeah, as far as I know, that is still the plan. So, Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. The phone lines are open here on this Tuesday, December the 27th. Rebecca says, I'm here. I fell asleep. Love that. Nothing like a good midday nap. Y'all driving down. Most folks are driving down Thursday, I feel like. Yeah, I'm excited to get down there tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the, all the festivities, getting down to Jacksonville, enjoying some warm weather. Thank goodness. So, Chase Floyd, what position does Stone Blanton play? In baseball, I believe he plays outfield. I believe so. And I'll tell you this, like, it's not some of one of these things, like, where it's like, oh, like a courtesy, like, he wanted to play. No, like, perfect game rated him a 9 and a 10, which means they think he could be, like, a future MLB prospect. Like, he, he's – Stone Blanton is a very, very good baseball player. So, could help us. Could help us. But he's a basher, dude. I mean, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a power hitter. So – Jacob E., I don't see how it's possible for Carolina to even make the postseason in baseball. No pop in the lineup. Bullpen looks abysmal. Weekend rotation looks solid, though. Jacob, I, I, I think the bullpen actually looks pretty good. I think I think the pitching staff as a whole looks really good. Uh, I mean, the question will be the hitting. The question will be the hitting. But I, I think pitching, I think we're set pitching. Though. I, I think we're set on the pitching side of things. So, anyways, we'll break it more. We'll break it all down more so in about a month. DGD says he's eating some Bojangles. Love it. Rebecca says that Dale took her out to Applebee's before Christmas. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. Jonathan Park, fiance and I are driving down Thursday morning. Can't wait to stop by your tailgate Friday. Yeah, we'll be out there at 11 o'clock. My guy, 11 o'clock till kickoff. Lot J, come see us. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you. John Gibbs, 
All fans going that way or to the game, be sure to wave at the taters heading a little further down south, LOL. We will definitely do so, my guy. Definitely do so. It's going to be a good time. Again, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I think Jacksonville is going to be, again, going to be painted garnet and black. Going to be absolutely painted garnet and black. Heck, I'm still, still looking for, for tickets. I'm probably going to wait till the day of to buy some tickets. I'm, I'm just see, see that. Wait, wait for them to come down. Probably wait till about an hour or two before kickoff and snag two tickets and, and go from there. So. Yeah, 55 bucks each. Not too bad. Not too bad. Tell you what, lower, I mean, dude, you can't you can't sit in the lower level for less than $400. It's crazy. 300 bucks. It's wild, dude. Rebecca says going tonight to stay the night with Dale. We love to hear it, Rebecca. Love to hear that. John Gibbs says 40,000 Gamecock tickets have been sold. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's going to be all Gamecocks, I think. It's it's going to be heavy on Gamecocks. So, going to be heavy on Gamecocks for sure. Stephen Blue says, need those club seats, LOL. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, may, maybe so. Yeah, Stephen, we will definitely have the home crowd advantage. That is for sure. Uh, crazy when you think about how many tickets we sold. It's it's wild. I mean, I, I would expect, I would think Notre Dame fans would travel pretty well, but I I think it's definitely going to be a predominantly <clears throat> garnet and black crowd. And it just goes to show, man, when you when if when you finish the season, when you finish the season the way we did, and you beat the arch rival, man. People are excited. People are fired up. And why wouldn't you be? So, why wouldn't you be? So, <laughs> Cody Gaskins, you 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 foul for that, my guy. God. Cade, how many times have you watched the Clem Sucks game? Cade, I've only watched the I've only watched the replay once. I, I watched it. I watched it uh the like the Tuesday after the the radio the the radio um call or whatever, whatever it was. So yeah. I don't have I don't I don't typically have two and a half three hours to sit down and rewatch that game, but yeah, it's definitely one. You know, one of my favorite articles to do is we talk about like your favorite games to rewatch over the course of the off season, and that 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 has that has that has certainly that that'll certainly be one for 
you know, for, for, for years and years. I mean, that, that one and the Tennessee game. I don't, I don't know which one's more fun to rewatch. I mean, beating Clemson's great. That Tennessee game was wild, though. So, OEWMS, always here. Notre Dame game strategy will be heavy on running the ball. What do you think our offensive game plan will be? What is Notre Dame's defensive weakness? I mean, you, you look at them, they were pretty good against the pass, but I, I think that uh, – I think we're going to throw the football over. I, I don't think we're going to have a choice. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to have a choice. You know, Shane Beamer literally said, we got one tight end in Nate Atkins. We got one tight end, right? We can't run two tight end sets, and Nate Atkins can't play every snap. So, I think we're going to have to throw it. I, th- I think Spencer Rattler, you can expect him to throw it 40-plus times. I think we're going to have to throw the football. And I don't think that's a bad game plan either, man. You got Juice Wells on the outside. But I think it's going to come down to those two guys. I mean, I'm not, I, you, you got to have some balance, but you, you're just you're lacking bodies. You're lacking bodies at running back. You're lacking bodies at tight end. So I, I, I think you'll expect I, – I expect Southam to throw the football early and often on Friday afternoon. Luke Boyd, do you think Marshawn Lloyd's going to hop out of the portal? A lot of Marshawn Lloyd questions today. Luke Boyd, are you saying hop out of the portal and return to South Carolina? Is that what you're asking? Yes or no? Steven, why can't Atkins play every snap? It's his last game. Well, I think he just, you know. I mean, Steven, I think he'll go until his, until his legs give out. I mean... Luke Boyd says yes. Okay, so the question from Luke Boyd. Do you think Marshawn's going to hop out of the portal? Uh, no, I do not. I, I I, mean, I'm pretty sure Marshawn Lloyd literally told Gamecock Central he is not coming back to Columbia. He, he is not even – I don't think he's considering it. I, I really don't want to, like – I mean, we can we can really get into the Marshawn Lloyd combo if you really want to. We can. I'm like biting my tongue, honestly. Let's jump. Let's jump to the full lines. Call from Robbie Davis, Zach's Hall of Famer. Hold on, let's. Guys, I'm gonna mute this real quick. Let me fix the phone. Okay, there we go. Robbie Davis, call back in, my guy. Sorry, I had to fix the phone line. It was very, very muffled. So, Robbie Davis, if you can call back in, my guy. I don't know if Robbie Davis can hear the sound of my voice. Robbie Davis, call back in. Call back in, my dude. Call back in. 843-790-3377. Seal you a few. If you're going to talk shit, maybe learn how to spell chickens. That'd probably be a good start for you. Here we go. Let's jump back to the Unknown call, call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing a little better. How are you, how are you doing on this Tuesday? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking what's going on. Um, I think that our only option is to air it out with us only having Nate Atkins as a tight end. I mean, I would, I mean, I was shocked whenever he said that 
all but one tight end was leaving, and I was like, well, looks like we're going to be throwing the football come Friday afternoon. I think so as well. I think so as well, man. I uh, I mean, again, it's just based off personnel. I, I expect the Gamecocks to throw it early and often. Uh, you know, you've got those weapons on the outside. You're missing players at running back. You're missing players at tight end. Mm-hmm. It would only make sense that you're going to lean on the passing game. So I, I understand that Notre Dame was, was right. good this season against the pass, but, you know, they're without a couple of their top pass rushers. And, you know, you'd like to think they haven't seen a passing offense or a, a, a duo like Rattler and, and Wells, like, you know, they haven't seen a duo like that. So, um, you know, I, I, I just – I could be wrong, but I, I fully expect the Gamecocks to try to exploit Notre Dame in the passing game. Definitely. I agree with that 100%. And I'm really curious to see outside of Wells who steps up and becomes that other – uh, passing threat. Yeah. Because I mean, right yeah. now, all we have is Wells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got, you know, Leggett so on the outside, Amorian Brown, Dak Joyner, uh, unfortunately, okay, Jalen okay. Brooks. I, I, for some reason, I thought those guys weren't, I thought two of those guys weren't going to play. I figured yeah. Joyner was going to play. Yeah, but the other two, I didn't think they was gonna yeah, play. They're, they're playing. No, they're playing. Uh, um, the only one that's questionable is Jalen Brooks because of off-field issues. So you hope that he, mm. you know, you hope he gets it figured out. But I, I'll be honest with you, my guy. When 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 Shane Beamer says questionable, that means out in my mind. I, I, he just every time he said every yeah. time he said questionable, the player's been out. So I would assume Jalen Brooks will not play. Yeah. I mean, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. I I just, you know, like I said yesterday, right? If someone's out, it's time. Hey, you, whoever's next, like it's your turn. Let's see what. Let's see if you can take advantage of it. You know. And I have a I have, I have a question for you, okay? Mm. And I'm gonna make sure I try to work this correctly, so I don't fudge it up. Out of out of all the three major college sports, which one would you say is the most difficult and the easiest to recruit or to do recruiting? Oh, say that one more time, Robbie, so I can understand the question. Out of the three major sports in in college, right, right, which one which one would you say is the hardest? And which one is the easiest to do recruiting? For South Carolina specifically or for anybody? Just in general. Just in general. Well, I, I think if you're going to do in general, that's just a tough question because for some schools it's harder than others. At South Carolina, basketball is by far the hardest to recruit. For Duke, it's not hard mm-hmm. to recruit basketball, right? Players come to them. Right, because of the success, right? Players come to them. So – We'll just yeah. do specifically for the Gamecocks. Basketball, by far, the hardest to recruit. Um, I'd say football, two, baseball, three. I, I think baseball, you know, you, you have the tradition. You have the success. That means a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Football, you still kind of combat that. You still fight that. So. Okay. 
And if I'm not mistaken, we have the girls have a game coming up, don't they? Yeah, they play Thursday against Texas A&M. They actually begin SEC play. So, and then the men, the men actually play Friday against Eastern Michigan. They play at seven. So, so the all Eastern all Michigan Broncos. All, yeah, all four people who actually give a shit about that game. Well, I know they'll probably be really excited. But no, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm but kidding. uh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I just I just know with the but, bowl, uh, I just know with the bowl game that uh, I just know with the bowl game that no not many folks are going to be I don't know how many folks are going to be tuned into the basketball game but whatever. Anyways, no, I probably won't be. I I I mean I'll probably like check it at halftime or whatever. But besides that, I'm not going to give a hoot. I'm going to be I'm going to be watching the football game. So I, I think, and part, and also this too. I I don't see a reason where Rattler doesn't come back. I don't. Yeah. Because of how up and down the season was, I don't see a reason where he goes. And I've thought about this for a while. And I honestly don't see a reason where he leaves. And my last question is this. If he comes back, out of the quarterback room, who do you think leaves and transfers? Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to project who specifically will hit the portal. I, I but I I think without a doubt a couple will. I mean there's just no way you're going to hold a quarterback room with seven yeah. with seven guys in it. You know what I mean? So yeah, if you got a quarterback with a quarterback room with seven guys in it, and you got someone like Spencer Rattler, let's just say he comes back, right? You're going to have Two at at two at the most leave at at, at at the best two, but at worst you're gonna have, at worst you're gonna have three guys leave. That would not be, I mean that that would not be good, but it's just the nature of the beast. If you have, if you all, if any, if any college has any any certain like certain players coming back, you're gonna have guys leave. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, just the yeah. nature of it these days. Yeah, I mean it's it's again like you mentioned, it's the, it's the nature of the beast, man. I mean guys, guys go to schools where there's depth and they understand they gotta they gotta win a starting job, and if they don't, then you know they want to play then. Mm-hmm. You know they they have to go elsewhere to 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 fulfill that. You know what I mean. So it's I mean it's it's just yeah. part it's just part of it, man. I mean you you Carolina's going to keep recruiting and and you know I mean I I know that fans sure. take it really personally when guys hit the portal, but I mean it just is what it is, man. I mean it's like you said it's it's unrealistic. I used to take it personal, but now I don't. Yeah, it's just it's just unrealistic to think again because gonna, I know it. You're going to keep all those guys in the yeah. roster, so. Because 
if you if you've got if you have say you have I don't know what the minimum is that you're supposed to have for college ball. I think the minimum for pro ball is like what seventy five or eighty five somewhere around there. But if you have too many players on your roster, more than what you need, you're gonna you're gonna cut them. What other choice do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, guys, yeah, guys want to guys want to play. Might wind up having to. And you might wind up having to cut somebody you didn't want to cut in the first place, but because of how big the roster is, you got no choice. Because only a certain number of players can suit up and actually play. That's true. You're right. So somebody's going to be pissed off at you, but you need to explain to them, like, we we can only dress this number of players for, 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 for home games and this number of players for away games. And right now, since you're here, since you're this low on the depth chart and with how, with how deep we are already, we wish you good luck, but we're going to cut you. Indeed. Yep. Roster management, my guy. Just it happens. It happens. For sure. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get off of here fixing something for lunch. Safe travels. For what's what's for what's for lunch? What's for lunch, my guy? I'm gonna cook me some taquitos in the oven. I don't know. Taquitos in the oven. Okay. Love it. Oh yeah. Love it. Maybe I might put some hot sauce on them. I don't know. Go crazy. Go crazy with it. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get off of here. Uh, I'll uh, get, I'll have my prediction ready for you come Thursday. Beautiful, love that, Robbie. All right, man. You have a great rest of your day and uh, stay warm. <laughs> I will do my very best, my friend. I appreciate you. You're welcome. No problem. Yeah, man. We'll talk soon. Great stuff, Robbie. Always a pleasure, Robbie Davis. What a legend he is. What a legend Robbie Davis is. Guys, that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Jordan Birch speaking to the media today after practice says he does not know or has not made a decision on whether he will return to South Carolina next season. That's it. Y'all can y'all can react uh, accordingly. <laughs> yep.
let's see. Just checking out some practice stuff. Let's see. Greg Atkins coaching the offense. I, I wonder if Atkins will be back. Anyways, yeah, Jordan Birch has not decided his future, which is surprising, but uh, Joseph Hunter, two-man on prospects of Juice Yards, zero and Rattler Yard, zero. What What is that? Are, are they at zero, my guy? I don't think they're at zero, are they? Anyways, guys, we'd love to continue to hear from you. This will be the last time we chat until Thursday, of course, because we'll be on the road Tomorrow, heading down to Jacksonville. Looking forward to it. Can't wait to see a bunch of great Gamecocks. Going to be a great time. Um, very, very excited. Very excited for the trip down. And, uh, yeah. Looking forward to everything. 2023 Under Armour All-American Games coming up. I think we got a couple guys in that one. Pretty sure. Let's see. Yeah, Marquis Anderson's in the game. Trovon Bow is in the game. Xavier McLeod. Desmond Umiozulu. Kelton Henderson. We got a couple guys in the game. We got five players in that game. That's pretty good. Hey, that's... My bad, guys. That was on me. That wasn't even the hackers. I was closing out the window and accidentally closed out the melon window. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I was closing out the the, the article and I closed out melon. Anyways, yeah. Juju going to be wearing zero. How about that? Juju rocking zero. Oh, Joseph, you're taking the over no matter what. You're taking the over. I Probably a pretty good play. I love it. Probably a good, a pretty good play. Anyways, how y'all feeling going to the game? I, I feel like it's really hard to pick, right? Really hard to pick when both teams, it kind of feels like are shells of themselves. It, it, it's, it's a tough game to pick for sure. <laughs> it's a tough game to pick for sure. Marion, why aren't you taking Robbie Davis down to Jacksonville, my guy? Come on now. Come on now. I know it's a tough trip for some people. And it's on a Friday, too. Dude, at least, hey, remember last year we had freaking the Mayo Bowl was on a Thursday at 11.30 a.m. or whatever. God. Gamecock Rob. The TDC Questions channel. What's up, man? Dude, I haven't heard from Gamecock Rob in a long time. 
John Edward, picking Carolina. Shocker. Colby Parker says, we won a bowl game last year with no quarterback. We can this win this one without a tight end. Colby, put some respect on the carry-on joiner's name, my guy. John Gibbs says, you're going to be doing anything big for the South Carolina Clemson game at Florida this year? Uh, I mean, John, I'll be going. I'll be going, I, you know. You know, maybe we could we could link up in pregame, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a ways out. Uh, we'll we'll try to collab and see if one of our business partners maybe want to do something. You know, I think uh, Carolina Alehouse would be cool, right? I think Carolina Alehouse would be really cool if they wanted to do something. But I mean, either way, I'll be at the game. I'll be at the game. So. All right, let's jump to the phone lines here. Gamecock Rob. Gamecock Rob, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Chris? How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Well, man, I want to call in and tell you sorry about the hiatus. It's been off for a while. Uh, ever since I got back from deployment, I um, kind of took some time to react and reacclimate to everyday life, family life. And my job and everything. I'm a law enforcement officer at home, so nice. You know, well, we we appreciate your but, service, uh, my guy, and it's great to hear from you. No problem, no problem. I wanted to call in about this season. I didn't get to call in because of everything going on and everything like that. Uh, it was an amazing season. I absolutely loved it. Watched every bit of it. Favorite part of the season was beating Tennessee. I live in Tennessee, so beat them Voltards, and I was ecstatic. Yeah, that was a heck of a game, man. Just being there in person and rushing the field after the game was, you know, something I'll never forget for sure. So it was a, it was a blast, man. That was – I mean, I, I was just talking about, you know, what was a more fun win or better win, Tennessee or, or Clemson. And obviously beating Clemson's awesome. But I, I will tell you, that Tennessee night was uh, – it was magical for sure, man. It was magical for sure, so – well, I did want to tell you one thing I did. So when Tennessee beat Alabama, they played Rocky Top on the announcements. I'm a school resource officer. So yeah. uh, they played Rocky Top on the announcements at school. And uh, the principal came up to me and asked me what was wrong. And I told him, I said, I get so tired of hearing that song. He goes, I'll make you a deal. If South Carolina beats Tennessee, then we'll play y'all's song in morning announcements. Sure enough, South Carolina beat Tennessee. So they had to play sandstorm and morning announcements i love that i love that for you man i, <laughs> I love that <laughs> it was awesome it was absolutely awesome of course not a lot of other people liked it but i reveled in it that's for sure yeah no I, i'd imagine I, but you enjoyed it which is what matters you enjoyed it uh, absolutely absolutely all right well i'm gonna get off here I just want to say what's up tell you you know what was going on with me i know you've probably been wondering so no, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you calling in and obviously calling anytime and glad you're doing well. And again, man, thank you so much for your for your service and everything you've done, man. I appreciate it. No, no problem. I want to tell you happy belated birthday and happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy new year. And uh let's get it rolling. On yeah, to uh Notre Notre Dame and then next season. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. I all right, man. All right, take care. Great stuff from Gamecock Rob. Again, truly appreciate his love, support, and, of course, service for us 
Uh, great stuff. Great to hear from Gamecock, Rob. Again, guys, phone lines are wide open, 843-790-3377. You're more than welcome to call in. Like I mentioned earlier, guys, we, you know, we're, we're starting to talk and dive into the game. Tomorrow's podcast will be a full breakdown of the the game, my, my, my prediction, key matchups, everything. All of our normal you know, preview episodes or game episodes, if you will. I fully expect South Carolina to attack Notre Dame all afternoon long through the air. You know, if you listen to Shane Beamer, his comments yesterday about Nate Atkins, the one tight end they have on the roster, we all saw the depth chart at this point, right? He was the only tight end listed. Beamer made the point that three of four tight ends that played in the Clem Sucks game, not even on the roster anymore. So, you know, when you look at personnel, you look at Nate Atkins, you can't play every single down, right? And so I don't think you're going to be running a lot of two tight end sets. Then you look at what the situation is at running back as well. I would expect Spencer Rattler to throw the football 40-plus times in the ballgame. I think South Carolina will lean on the passing game. I think the connection between Rattler and Juice Wells will be big in the football game. And, you know, I think I think if the Gamecocks are going to have a productive offensive afternoon, if they're going to win the football game, they're going to have to do it through the air. So, uh, Brian Dean enjoying Bowl Mania. Buffalo 14, Georgia Southern 6, 19 seconds until the half. Love it. Love it. Anyways, guys, let's see. Rebecca, you're more than welcome to call in, Rebecca. You're more than welcome. What part of Tennessee? Uh, what part of Tennessee is he from? I think like Memphis, if I saw his caller ID correctly. I'm not 110% sure, Rebecca. No, excuse me. Parsons, Tennessee. Parsons, Tennessee. Parsons. Travis Allen, hope you had a very Merry Christmas, my guy. Appreciate you. You guys working this week? Y'all off? What's the deal? What's the deal? Y'all off this week? Working this week? I know, obviously, there's some folks working this week. Um, Steven Dana says, Leggett and Juju, get them involved. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, but, you know, it sounds like Christian Beal Smith was limited in practice and, you know. Colby Parker, let's make a deal. If the boys make supers, you got to get a Kingston ass tat. Colby Parker, I will not allow you to make an ass tap bet for me. So, we may or may not have an ass tap bet. We may or may not. But I'm not allowing you to make an ass tap bet for me. I can assure you of that. And getting a Kingston ass tap would be punishment beyond cruel and unusual punishment. Brian Dean, we'll leave tomorrow around lunchtime. For Jacksonville, leaving tomorrow around lunchtime for Jacksonville. So, going to be a fun day. We'll be on the road. Looking forward to getting down there. Yeah, looking forward to getting down there. So, Chase Floyd, working hard. Working hard. I hear you, my guy. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Yet again, for the continued love and support. All towels have been sent out, by the way. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from Rebecca. To accept, press 1 to send a voicemail. Rebecca, what's going on? How are you? Good. I want to tell you something, Chris. What you want to tell me, Rebecca? You need to have... You need to have some faith. Because I went up to the graveyard to talk to my great aunt and great uncle last week about uh, 
about winning over Notre Dame. What'd they say? You know they're passed on. Well, Rebecca, I figured if you went and talked to them, they would say something back to you. I wish they could, but they can't. But what I'm trying to get at is have faith because I'm trusting them that us to win over Notre Dame. I mean, Rebecca, I've I've got plenty of faith. I, uh, yeah, I haven't even dropped my prediction yet, Rebecca. Let me let me pick us to lose before you tell me to have some faith. Because I was going to tell you, because you kept you don't know which way the. Yeah, we got some people that's uh, being rude. <laughs> anyway. You there, Rebecca? Right. I'm here. Can you hear me, Yara? I can hear you perfectly fine. All right. I didn't know because I thought the thing was on mute, but it wasn't. Well, I got faith that we're going to beat Northern Dame. I'm glad you do. So how was how was Applebee's? That's what we really care about. How was Applebee's? Uh, we went to Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not smoking weed. I don't know who in the hell you think I would do that. Uh-uh. Uh, went to Applebee's and no, we did that too for 20 whatever that thing was. I'm trying to stay on topic. Anyway, we got dressed. We went uh, to Applebee's. Dale uh, ordered him a Bud Light Then, uh, then after that, he told the waitress that he wanted a glass of sweet tea and a half a glass of vodka. Then he put the vodka in his sweet tea. So he was drunk. He was about half drunk when we was out when we got out the door. <laughs> I was driving. Don't worry. I wasn't drinking at all. Good. Good. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, let me see. I had a pasta dish, uh, that chicken Alfredo dish. 
uh, dish, and then he had some kind of chicken with, um, with shrimp and stuff like that on it. It was pretty, he said it was pretty good. Good. I have not been to Applebee's in a very long time. That's good. <clears throat> right. And I think tonight um, I think tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and stay the night with him and stuff like that and I'm going to probably I'm going to put a little vodka in my sweet tea. Put some vodka in the sweet tea. Well, yeah, a little bit of it. <laughs> I need it. Why, why I really do need you, it. You need it, okay. So, I'm sure y'all have a real good time. Oh, we will. There ain't no telling what go on. Mm. Shit. I know that. Hey, did you see yeah. Cody? Did you see Cody Gaskins' comment earlier in the show, Rebecca? Um, no, I didn't. What did he say? You know, Cody's a good friend of yours, right? You know, you and Cody are tight. Yeah, you and Cody are cool. He, uh, our friend, our friend uh, Cody Gaskins, he wanted to ask, or he wanted me to ask you if you were going to get your back broke tonight. I don't know what he meant by that, but. He just wanted me to ask you. Why in the hell he wanted to ask me something like that? I, I don't know. I don't know why Cody Gaskins does what he does. I just, but I'm, I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, I'm not. There might be more going down the back road. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Keeping it right a G. Keeping it right a G. Right a G. <laughs> and I need me some sweet tea. This orange crush ain't cutting it. Caffeine free. Here's some damn caffeine. But I hope um we got the PlayStation Keith uh Keith off the PlayStation off of me. I wish I never did sell it. What what was it a PlayStation five? What was it? 
It was a PS4. He said he'll give me 200 bucks Two, on it. 200 for a PS4. What's he, what's he play on it? Right. What's he play on it, you know? He got it for his little nephew. Mm. That he don't he don't play on it. And he's got one for himself, but um, uh, he got it for him for Christmas. I I, I mean, two hundred bucks did talk, you know. But I wish, on the other hand, that I didn't get rid of it. What What did you play on? I mean, what, what did you play on it? I played Grand Theft Auto Five. That's my favorite game. Play it online. Why? Why Man, do you? Why do you? you, why, do you getting... like, why do you like Grand Theft Auto so much? Well, the my favorite part was when I was doing Grand Theft Auto Five was doing the sticky bombs. I was going on top of the building and throwing sticky bombs at people, and then go hide and duck. <laughs> I had a blast with that. I was laughing my ass off every time I did it. <laughs> I did. I I know you did. I know you did, Rebecca. <laughs> then some. Then if somebody started shooting at me, I I, I fired back at them. They wanted to play hard to get, and I was cussing them out on. Uh, I was cussing them out on GTA Five. Oh my God! You should have heard me cussing them out. Yeah, it could have been the kid or Rebecca, or what, but yeah. I was still cussing them. I was cussing them like a, I was cussing like a sailor on there. Rebecca, I'd I'd pay good money for uh for that game audio. Yeah, I say you would. JB, why don't you get some damn help? Damn. Some of these people on here don't know how to be nice. Rebecca, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. You know that. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I'm going to get off of here, and you have a good day. How was your birthday? It's fantastic. It was fantastic. I was wondering how it went. What all did you get for your birthday? I got a lot of great stuff. I I, I had a lot of a lot of fun hanging with the family, and and uh, yeah, it was a good time. 
That's all that matter. That's it. That's all that matter. And then I had a then I I had a cousin. I had a cousin down there in South Carolina. She just turned thirty two. Um, on Christmas Day herself. So. So you wasn't the only one having a birthday on Christmas Day. Yeah. That's a fact. But anyway, I am going to get off of here and let somebody else call in. Rebecca, I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, What my PS, my PlayStation name, was USC 0713 was my uh my nick somebody asked me that so I said it out loud so they can have it but maybe one of these days I'll get me another PS4 indeed Rebecca we're going to jump into the call I appreciate you all right. All right. Take care. Great Call stuff, from. To accept, press one. What's going on? How are you? Going once. Going twice. Going three times. And that's all she wrote. Okay. I don't know who that was, but. Snooze, you lose. All right, we're going to jump into one final break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Cry. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. I'm just laughing here. I don't know if y'all caught that. I'm just laughing here at the comments. Uh, some of y'all wild, man. Some of y'all wild in the comments. We love it. We love it. Guys, again, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Gamecocks are off the practice field for today. Gamecocks off the practice field as they continue to prepare for the game on Friday. South Carolina and Notre Dame. Of course, guys, like I mentioned, we'll be heading down to Jacksonville on uh, on tomorrow. We'll be heading down to Jacksonville tomorrow. Sorry, guys, I just got an email about a... Get lots of emails about merch these days. Uh, Dwayne, do you think we pick any pick up any more players in the transfer portal? Yes, yes, I do. I don't know who they're going to be, but I, I would imagine we are not done. I would imagine we are not done. Travi, motto down in Jacksonville, win anyway. Yeah. Copy a page out of the Gamecock baseball book. Win anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I love Beamer's attitude towards the game. Just find a way, man. Win anyway. Who gives a damn, right? Who gives a damn? Win anyway. 
find a way. Hey, take the 22 you got. Go take the guys you got. Go find a way to get the dub. So, but I, I, I talked about this earlier. Talked about it yesterday. It is, it is, uh, it is interesting, right? That you know, if we lose the game, people will lean on. Well, we we didn't have this guy. We didn't have that guy. But if we win the game, you know, we'll, we'll we'll all celebrate the W. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, winning's more fun than losing. Confirmed. That is a fact. Uh, yeah. So. Anyways, looking forward to getting down there. Going to be a lot of great Gamecocks in Jacksonville. Looking forward to it. Steven says, defense is my biggest question. Is it now? Yeah, I mean, you listen, you lose a lot. You know, no Zach Pickens. Secondary's a, you know, makeshift secondary. So, but Notre Dame loses a lot too. So, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's... It's interesting. Both sides are missing a ton. Both sides are missing a ton. Right now, guys, what we know, of course, on the South Carolina side, Marshawn Lloyd, Zach Pickens, Jaheim Bell, R.J. Roderick, Austin Stogner, Cam Smith, and Darius Rush are all the guys, I believe. Is that all of them? Am I, am I missing anybody? I believe that's all of them for us. I'm trying to look. opt-out tracker. Dude, Oklahoma State has got a ton of dudes out. Good God. Let's see. Gator Bowl, here we go. Notre Dame's got a ton out, too. Drew Pine, Tyler... Or no, so so Buchner will play. They they thought he might be out due to injury. Uh, Avery Davis, Tobias Merriweather, Joe Wilkins Jr., Michael Mayer, Kevin Bowman, uh, Eli Reardon, Kane Barong, Jacob Lacey, Isaiah Foskey, Asadina Ikwonu, however you say his name, Jaden Bellamy, and Cam Hart for the Gamecocks who are out. Marshawn Lloyd, Christian Bill Smith might be out due to injury. They got him listed for some reason. He's been limited in practice. Lavassier Carroll, Josh Van, Corey Rucker. Uh, Jalen Brooks is questionable. Jaheim Bell out. Stogner, Kenyon, Chad Terrell, Dylan Wanham, Zach Pickens, Terrell Dawkins, Gilbert Edmond, Mo Kaba, Cam Smith, Darius Rush, Joey Hunter, R.J. Roderick, uh, Tyrese Ross, Devonnie Reed, and I think maybe David Spalding might not play either. So there's a lot of dudes out in this game. <laughs> there's a lot. And, and no, no offensive coordinator, which I know we're not sad about it, but uh, yeah. A lot of guys out. A lot of guys out in this game. So, yeah, weather's going to be great. Mid-70s, it's going to be perfect. Yep, going to be perfect. Looking forward to it. But, yeah, there's a, there's a ton of guys going to be out on both sides. Crazy.
Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Very excited for the rest of this week. Um, Very excited for the rest of this week. Breaking everything down with the game. Of course, guys, like I mentioned, tomorrow's podcast. Tomorrow's podcast will be our full game, our full game breakdown, right? Full game breakdown in this one, prediction, all that good stuff. Looking forward to the pod tomorrow, and then, of course, we'll have the Twitter spaces at 4 o'clock. Thursday, we'll rock TDC noon to 2 you guys are just full of full of joy in the comments. I pre- <laughs> going back and forth. I appreciate y'all, man. I, I appreciate y'all always engaging, interacting, bringing the heat, bringing the banter. If you will, guys. Also, by the way, those who ordered towels, your towels have been shipped out. So, in case you're wondering, uh, you will be getting your towels by the bowl game. And again, thank y'all so much for the love and the support. On the merchandise side of the business, it means the absolute world, guys. Again, thank y'all. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all so much. And, uh, again, just really excited, man, for this week to, to be talking ball. Uh, we'll continue to break down the South Carolina-Notre Dame game as we get closer to it. And, of course, podcast will be a full breakdown. JB, I need two tickets if you know anybody. need two tickets. Uh, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. We have hit 2 o'clock. And stay tuned to all the content. Content bleeding out the eyeballs we'll talk thursday on tdc but stay tuned for the podcast a twitter spaces tomorrow as well if you like to tune in four o'clock we will do that guys again appreciate you all tuning in thank y'all so much have a great rest of your tuesday and we'll talk to you here live on the daily crow thursday spring is in the air at littleton coin company and we want to help you brighten your collection Visit us at LittletonCoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at LittletonCoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.